Hello, and welcome to Cornell Cooperative Extension's Parenting Tips Podcast. This podcast provides current research-based information from Cornell University and other American land-grant institutions. In today's world, parenting is rewarding as well as challenging. Parenting Tips supports parents and other caregivers by translating timely child development research into practical and helpful information to support family health and wellness. My name is Carrie Retta. I am a human development specialist with CCE Suffolk. And with me today is Adelaide Graham. Adelaide, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi, I'm Adelaide and I use she, her pronouns. I'm a junior at Cornell University. And this summer I interned for CCE Suffolk County to create an educational program that's all about caring for gender diverse and transgender youth. And we are very excited about this program. Adelaide, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? It's called Unpacking Gender, and it's a two-part program intended to improve outcomes for gender diverse youth by offering a deeper understanding of gender and gender diverse individuals. Uh, The first session is meant for anyone who wants to learn more and maybe is a little confused by this whole concept of gender. And then the second session is a follow-up presentation intended specifically for parents and caregivers of gender diverse youth. This one discusses how supportive parenting can transform the outcomes of your child and describes how to be that supportive parent while also taking care of yourself. And why don't you tell us You know, why is it so important to have a program specifically designed for parenting gender diverse youth? Well, gender diverse youth unfortunately face unique challenges compared to their cisgender peers. And this creates a whole new set of parenting challenges, which the average parenting book likely did not touch on. This is because because gender diverse individuals represent a gender minority and therefore they have to deal with the unique stressors of a minority group, such as harassment, discrimination, or having to conceal your identity. And furthermore, they often lack adequate resources to cope with those experiences. And so all of these stressors can lead to adverse outcomes for gender diverse youth, putting them at an increased risk for health issues such as depression or attempted suicide. However, Even if a parent cannot necessarily prevent those experiences or control that, parental support has been shown to have the ability to improve or even reverse these outcomes. And therefore, parents of gender diverse youth are in this unique position where they truly have the power to almost single-handedly brighten their child's future. That sounds amazing. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you know, parental support can have that much power and and that much influence. I mean, research has always shown that familial support is essential for the development of all children. You know, just in general, positive, affectionate, and supportive parenting can promote many positive outcomes like productive coping skills or high self-esteem. And in the case of gender diverse youth, having this strong acceptance and encouragement within the home becomes even more essential because it gives children the strength and the skills to step outside and face the unique challenges that come with life as a gender diverse person. And this may involve facing criticism of their gender expression or their identity. So enforcing in your child that who they are is valid gives them the ability to hear something like, 
you know, for example, why do you wear your hair long? Only girls do that. And to be able to respond because I like it that way and to maintain a strong, positive sense of self, even in the face of adversity. That sounds incredible. You know, I'm thinking that parents want to be supportive, but maybe aren't always sure of how to be supportive. So um, what can you tell us about that? Are there specific things we should be doing as parents or, or other adults to support gender diverse youth? So the skills I've identified in all of my research have culminated into three core parenting messages, which are, I accept and value you. I will support and help you. And I will advocate for and protect you. And each of these messages are going to take on a different form based on the unique needs of your child. And in the case of gender diverse youth, acceptance may be more gender specific. And to accept and value your child would be to put energy into perfecting their pronouns and respecting their identity. Supporting and helping your child could involve educating yourself or maybe supporting transition options if that's their situation. And advocating could involve helping your child come out to family or navigating a school setting. And these are just some of the skills being a supportive parent of a gender diverse child requires. You just brought up transition options. And I want to circle back to that because when I do speak with parents about this, they have a lot of questions about transitioning. So, So what can you tell us about that? So there are two main like umbrella terms for transition, and that is social transition, which involves changing things in your gender expression, maybe your name or pronouns or your clothing. And then there is medical transition, which involves undergoing medical treatment and medical adjustments. And the intention of both of these options is to bring yourself into alignment with your authentic identity. I think there's a misconception that all gender diverse people medically transition. However, an image, you know, we really like to use is this idea of transition almost being like a train. So some people get off at the first stop. Maybe this would just be changing their haircut. And some people want to go all the way, which could be viewed as medically and socially transitioning. So everyone's journey and destination is going to be unique. And different people will need different things to feel fully like their authentic self. And these decisions, as I said, are going to be unique to everyone. And you parents will really just have to learn more about their child and their feelings to gauge what stop their child is intending on riding to. I really love that analogy of the train stops because I I think that helps people understand that there are many stops along the way and and not everyone gets as far as, you know, medically transitioning. Um, But for those children who do feel that that's the right decision for them, how can parents be certain that that's the right choice for their child? Well, the short answer is that none of us can ever be 100% sure about what others feel. All we can do is trust that they know themselves, they know what they need. And then in this case of medical transition, seek out professionals who are experienced with these situations and can help evaluate the best course of action. The longer answer is that there's a lot of things you can do to just personally feel more secure before you move forward with more permanent decisions. First, it's important to know the statistics around someone changing their mind. 
in general, it's fairly rare. And I think one study found that among transgender children and teens who had received a diagnosis of gender dysphoria, 96% of them consistently identify as transgender later in life. So hopefully that will put some parents at ease. Other options include asking your child about their gender experience, just saying, I really want to learn more about how you learned this about yourself and how you see yourself moving forward. And this conversation can actually provide clarity to parents. They, you know, your child may mention behaviors that you had actually noticed before, but had never realized were an indication of being gender nonconforming. And lastly, um, if your child is interested, you could allow them to socially transition. Social transition is fairly low stakes. There is no research that suggests there's any harm in someone socially transitioning and then deciding that that's not for them. And therefore, it can be a good choice to try out life as your desired gender or your child's desired gender. And therefore, they can observe if this is what feels right to them and if they would like to move forward with more permanent adjustments. Um, I also want to note that most of the transition options available to children are reversible and things like gender reassignment surgery would really only be available to adults in most cases. Could you just explain a little bit more by social transitioning? What what does that look like? It can look different for everyone. Um, You know, some people might just change their pronouns and that can be an indication of them transitioning or someone who wants to look more like their authentic gender could wear different clothing, a different haircut, maybe start wearing makeup. Um, And so all of those are reversible decisions. You can always grow out your hair, you can put on new clothes. And that's why it is mostly low stakes and something that is, can be beneficial for a child to try out to see, does this really feel like me? Wonderful. Thank you. So for any cisgender parents who, you know, maybe really, this is all very new to them. They may not be sure how they feel about any of this or, or might not really have much knowledge um, about any of the things that we've been talking about. Do you have any recommendations for these parents? Yeah. So a lot of parents run into this conflict between trying to be the most supportive parent they can be while also harboring their own confusions or misconceptions about their child's situation. And this can create some setbacks because it makes it difficult to really support your child wholeheartedly and show up for them in the way they need you to when you don't fully understand what is going on. My biggest recommendation for parents and caregivers is to take the time to really learn about gender diverse youth and their needs. And this involves not only educating yourself about what it means to be a parent of a gender diverse child, but also really diving into gender and what it means to have a gender identity. You know, after all, it's difficult to empathize with and understand your child's needs if you don't just at a surface level understand their identity. And so once you unpack this idea of gender diversity, you can begin to learn the steps you need to take to promote your child's authentic gender, because now you understand why it's important to make these changes and why they would you know, potentially want to pursue something like transition. So it sounds like part of this is a lot of communication, you know, mm-hmm. communication with your child, but maybe communication with other parents to gain a better understanding um, and really 
I think at the heart of it is the relationship that parents have with their children. So um, my final question is, if a child comes out as transgender, what does that mean for the parent-child relationship? So some parents struggle with their child's identity. They may feel some despair at their disclosure. And this is because it may feel like their child has become someone they don't know and someone they don't relate with. It really helps to reframe your child's disclosure of their identity as them revealing the person they have always been. So your child is still your child. Their authentic identity has always been a part of them. It's just that now they are sharing this with you. And this can actually be an opportunity for parents to get to know their children in a way they hadn't before and to build an even deeper and more meaningful relationship with them. Oh, I love that. I I love the idea of parents and children being able to have a a deeper, more um, meaningful relationship. That's a great way to look at it. Adelaide, I wanna thank you so much for um, all of your work on this topic and all the information you've provided today. Um, It's such an important topic. I know I've learned a tremendous amount from you with uh, your time with us. And I wanna wish you the best of luck in your studies at Cornell University moving forward. It's been a pleasure having you. It's been a pleasure working with you all. Uh, To our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And please remember to visit our website at www.ccesuffolk.org for more information, not only on this topic, um, but also our other parenting topics. And be sure to check out our podcasts, our blogs, and look at our events page for any program listings, including Unpacking Gender. That will be up. uh, We'll be offering that virtually here and there. Thanks again. Have a great day.